The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hello and welcome to the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace Show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James and I am super excited to have you here with us today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. On this program, we focus on women helping women to get to a place of peace every day and if your life if your day if this hour in your life is anything like the hour in my life the day in my life the word peace just resonates with me the 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 idea of being whole being whole complete no matter what's going on in the external world is a pursuit worth pursuing it is a goal worth pursuing and that's what we talk about on the dr drayvon james everyday peace show we bring the guests the topics that highlight opportunities for us to learn and to grow and if you are new to our tribe well welcome to the world of everyday peacemakers on this um, show you'll learn more about uh, how to develop a life of peace every day no matter what's going on in your external world can you imagine can you imagine no matter what it looks like you living in a place of peace wholeness completeness nothing missing nothing broken totality so you can learn more about me dr drayvon james and um everyday peace on my website at the dr james.com and on that site you're going to get words of wisdom you're going to get encouragement there is contact information because we do a 12-week uh women's coaching sessions for 12 weeks called leaders in high heels so please check that out you can also get information on joining our free facebook group leaders in high heels as, as well so visit the drdravonjames.com website for more information about that today we are talking with none other than pamela l henderson she is the founder and president of all rose lead 65 max foundation incorporated pamela henderson is girl empowerment now, i want to just tell you a little bit about what she believes and we're going to get i'm going to bring her on and we'll talk about our topic but i think this is just astonishing it really touched my heart pamela believes that if we have the needed resources to help mentor girls who are at risk to help mentor underprivileged and and disadvantaged girls girls who are falling through the cracks in the school system in the in the judicial systems homeless and battered women, displaced veteran women, if we have the resources to help them, we'll create an opportunity and a platform for each one of them to shine among the stars. I am super excited to have a guest like this on the show. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about her book that she's written, and we're going to be talking about um, just how sharing your journey 
a woman sharing her journey empowers another woman. So welcome to the show, Pamela. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Dr. Drayvon. It is a pleasure. I'm totally humbled. Oh, I it is I who is humble. Your book, <laughs> Journey uh, Journey of a Sapphire, award-winning um uh book that you've written, Journey of a Sapphire. And we're talking about women get stronger when they share the story of their journey. Give us a little bit I, I I gave what you believe, but give us a little bit of your bio before we hop into your book and why you wrote this book and all of that. Yes, I am a inspiring entrepreneur. I've Became an entrepreneur in 2001, actually. And I started off as a notary public and I worked for my mother who was a inspiring entrepreneur herself. So I was her assistant. And gathering a lot of different qualities from my mom had taught me about creating a path in a journey for yourself. And so I did that. And I had taken the skills that I learned from my earlier life, um, growing up as being a manager and a general manager for major restaurants to working in a facility, um, Santa Rita County Jail, and to also hotels. So here I am, this woman, this inspiring person who has a beautiful soul and I love to help people. I married, got married and my husband, whom is just such an inspiration to me because if it wasn't for him, I don't think that I would be able to be as boisterous that I as I am right now because as women when we go through challenges and obstacles we tend to lose our voice because we have to deal with judgment and also the challenges of those who's trying to quiet us and so here I am now I became the CFO of our corporation, which is 65 Max Corporation. And we are we have our entertainment side of things, which my husband is the CEO, and we manage artists underneath our small record production company. And then we came out with our own clothing line because when we established 65 Max Entertainment, what better way to put into brand yourself because we feel that our dreams and aspirations are lifeless. So we came out with 65 Max Apparel and creating our apparel line, we have gotten great reviews and we're on, we have two, three websites, including Alibaba.com as well. What I come to find is working with other inspiring artists who wants to make it in the entertainment industry or even in modeling. There were some issues that had arised and one of them was, how do you stay informed? And also how do you move forward without compromising your integrity? And what better way for me to be able to share my ideas 
and also coming from the executive corporation world and being this leader of customer service skills, I was able to share that with the inspiring artists. Because right now, today in 2023, as you see, we're dealing with so many different things and we're fighting for our rights, our beliefs, our morals, most importantly, our integrity. Yeah. So, well, so and everything you said resonate. I'm just sitting here, just like nodding my head. Right? <laughs> There's so much in in this journey, and especially you said you guys are you know have an entertainment arm. So that's a whole nother uh, uh, can of worms yes. all together, right? That's Absolutely. Like, but your book focuses on women um, get stronger when they share their journey. And the book again is an award winning book, Journey yes. of a Sapphire. I love yes. the title, first of all. And, you know, I think you and I were talking before the sh show came on. I, there's something about the way you all title things that really resonates with me. So tell us a little bit about where the concept for Journey of a Sapphire came from. And, uh, in, and if there's a story about why you named it Journey of a Sapphire. Oh, absolutely. Journey of, of a Sapphire had came. I came up with that idea because I believe in my heart, I am one of God's jewels. And I believe that all girls, all women, we are God's jewels. And we have to we have to take that stance to understand who we are in a walk with our head held high. And back in 2010, my daughter, who was in a domestic violence relationship, she had her children removed from out of her home due to neglect. Now, here I am, a mother, I'm on my own journey, trying to make it to the top. And I was taken off my journey to save a child's life. And during this time, I had went through so much pain from seeing my daughter lose herself to losing her children, literally me being as a grandmother, uh, I'm sorry, let me go back a little bit. My daughter was even, she was pregnant at eight months. And when she had her daughter and going through this court system, she had her daughter literally just snatched from out of her arms. And she was adopted out to the abuser's stepmother who never had children. And and so my rights as a grandmother was taken from me. And that was the hardest thing for me to understand because I'm like, I haven't, I've never did anything to my grandchildren, but love them and care for them. So I speak for other young girls whom are going through obstacles and challenges, other women whom are dealing with, are being faced with obstacles and challenges. And it doesn't matter. We need to understand that we have to be able to keep going. And through the book of Journey of a Sapphire, it will tell you about the horrific stories that I have gone through myself. And that is from being judged, bamboozled, put in a financial hardship for over nine years and every time I talk about it 
I, I get a little choked up because no one understands what women, what we go through to save our children, to be able to have a voice and to move forward into our journey. So when I wrote this book, I met some beautiful people and I acknowledged the people who stuck by me and whom had criticized me, whom had gave me some um, some pointers about what to do and how to move forward, who encouraged me. And I met some elites who supported me as well. So I sit here today representing my book, A Journey of a Sapphire, because it speaks for all of us as women. We have gone through different challenges and obstacles, but I must tell you, never give up on your dreams. And right now, today, I have been awarded through Queen Elizabeth, whom had recognized me for Women of Empowerment. I've been recognized through uh, the organization Power, whom had given me an award. I've been recognized through some of the leaders that I have worked with and I shared my vision with pertaining to Journey of a Sapphire and also All Roads Lead 65 Max Foundation. And it is all about empowering girls whom are going through challenges and obstacles. The most important thing that I would say that I want to make sure that they understand is you have to take responsibility for yourself because if you don't, it not only affects you, it affects your parents, people who loves you. Most importantly, I speak for the mothers and the grandmothers because we pick up that, that pain and then that pain becomes our pain. And you have no idea the pain that we have to go through. And I have to tell you, Dr. Draymond, Drayvon, I'm sorry. I almost lost my life fighting for my wow. grandson. Oh, and my I grandson, believe. and let me just tell you, share this with you. My grandson at age two was given to his father, whom he couldn't take the responsibility, gave it to gave him to his mom, who didn't take care of him properly. So all of this is affecting me, let alone losing my daughter and fighting for my grandson for these past eight, eight and a half, nine years. I watched my grandson lose 90% of his eyesight in one eye. So when he's reading, he was reading like this because he couldn't see because he didn't have any glasses. The proper care wasn't there. I watched him in his teeth from not having the proper care as well. Teeth was turning in his mouth. He had had a twitch where he was, you know, had this twitch in his right arm because his nerves and everything was regressing. And when I fought for him, and I never forget going through all this abuse from being harassed and um, I tell you being, you know, harassed. I, I keep saying harassed because that was the main thing, but also uh, people following me, my cars being 
um, vandalized and going through all of this, the threats, the hang up phone calls. This is important. And this had affected me. And this is where my husband, who was my king, came in because if it wasn't for him standing here with me, I was left all alone. I lost friends because nobody wants to go through your own pain because then certain things can happen to them. But that's the reason why I wrote my book, because I hope to inspire other girls, other women. But I'm one person to tell you, when I love, I love. When I support, I support. And I wouldn't care if Satan wanted to follow us. If I'm going to support you, I'm in it all the way because I know how it feels to be left alone. You sound, and, and, and for every mother that is listening here, we that is a mother's heart, right? Uh, when every, when Long after the whole crowd is left, I used to tell my kids all the time, I'm not your friend, I'm your mother. And you will live long enough to know the difference and appreciate the difference. Friends come and go. Mothers mm -hmm. stand by no matter what. They say the hard things when nobody else has the courage to say them. They, yes. you know, a mother is a wonderful thing to have. But you said a couple of things here. And I, and I hope that each mother on this line, you know, can take strength. Because I do believe that we are meant to share our stories. There is strength in our stories. Sometimes so oftentimes. Uh, Pamela, maybe you can uh, relate to this as well. We as women um, take our burdens and we tuck them in our heart. Yes. We don't speak about it. And we soldier on. Right? We soldier on. You are so right that the pain of a child, uh, whether that be an adult child or a small child, the pain of a child that is unhappy or having something unhappy or unhealthy happen to them weighs heavily on the heart of a mother. Absolutely. Absolutely. And impacts not only our mental, emotional health, but also our physical health, right? Mm -hmm. It impacts our relationships and obviously our finances. It is a total, all-encompassing experience to have a child that is in trouble, some sort of trouble. It can overtake your life. Absolutely. And you just think about it. So you're talking 10 long years fighting, going to court, trying to save this child's life. And at the same time, he's unhealthy mentally, emotionally, physically. And here I am taking this beat down and I got my head up. I'm still going through those court doors. I'm still dealing with the outside world who's against me and who's just pointing a finger and everything. But I tell you, the best thing I ever could have done was wrote to the 44th president at the time, which was Mr. Obama, because I needed someone to listen. And he listened to me and he gave me a voice. I got my time in court. And in 2017, I won guardianship of my grandson. And when I left out of that courtroom, I walked up down, down those stairs. And I, I remember I just made it to the third stair and I just collapsed with emotion. It was so much that came out of me. People had surrounded me to think 
Do I need to call the ambulance? What's wrong? I couldn't talk because I was grasping for air. But you know what that was, Dr. Trayvon? That was all that pain and all that strength that I had to hold on to. And then now I'm able to release it. Yeah, the walls, the fortress. You had built a fortress around yourself. And it's the walls are starting to just crumble down to let you breathe. Now, just so we go back for our listeners, we are talking now with... uh, Pamela Henderson. Uh, our topic today is women get stronger when they share the story of their journey, and which is exactly what she did. She wow. shared the s- story of her journey uh, in, a, in a book, an award-winning book, Journey of a Sapphire, and her struggle to gain custody of her grandson against all odds and the impact that it had on her life, not only physically, emotionally, uh, with her financially, but also with her relationships, people walking away because I, I'm assuming, you know, they don't want, why were they walking away? Why, why, why didn't they stand to support you? They walked away because they didn't want to deal with the the issues that I was dealing with. So if like my cars was getting vandalized and they didn't want their cars vandalized. So it's, this is, this is what I'm saying about when you, when you talk about empowering someone, uh, women, we need to be there thick and thin. And I never forget at the time when at me too had organization had just had blown up and came forth and talked about the art Kelly situation and everything. I felt so alone because I was like, I am a at me too person as well. And so we have to, we, and that's where I came in. And that's why I had established my foundation because I'm here. When I say I'm with you, I'm with you. And we have to support one another, no matter what we go through. And it's important that we stand with one another, not just when you're winning, but what about when you're losing? What about when I need something to eat? What about when I need some money? or something to help me move forward. And I didn't have no one. My mother had passed in 2011. My dad died when I was 14. My family just totally, and it's the bad thing about it, I have like 60, 70 relatives here in the Bay Area and they all abandoned me. The things that I was going through, they had it out in the streets that I was dead and Oh, I was taken down and beat up and all of this old mess. And here I am. Okay. Here you are. Here you are. Here I am. This is strong strong as I was when I first began the journey. So I know it could be done. And with custody of your grandson. Yes. Who is a 4.0 student in school. His eyesight has improved by 98%. Thanks God to his doctor, Waffle Bakker, who took on the responsibility of his teeth. He has braces and he's about to take them off. And within the next week, perfect teeth in his mouth. He has no issues, no behavioral problems. And let me say this. And this is the reason why I feel that mental issues and behavioral problems are two different concerns, even though they have similarities, because they stated that my grandson had this ADD and this old other issues that were going on. But I believe that, no, what he needed is to be in the right care, like most of our children, and to be in loving families that's going to be able to help them mentally and guide them and 
I didn't give him no pills. I didn't give him any pills or anything, but what we gave him, me and my husband, we gave him love, support, and the stability that was with instability. And he is prospering right now today. He's a, he's in leadership. And matter of fact, you know, last week we just went to uh, the uh, Martinez Chamber of Commerce under Cesar Chavez. He had uh, received the award of perseverance for kids who have and gone. And how through. old is your grandson now? He's 14. 14. Isn't that 14. beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? So this struggle went on 19 years. You working to get custody of your grandson. And I can imagine your heart is heavy the whole time. Because as you mentioned, you were seeing a decline in his vision. His overall physical health was declining the longer he was away from you and away from your daughter. And so this uphill ba battle, which eventually led to you having to contact President Obama via a letter to uh to pursue getting custody of your grandson and so as we're talking about this particular story and uh we, we, our purpose today is to talk about how when you know another woman's journey it can indeed strengthen you to go yes. through your journey right Absolutely. and that's what i'm hearing right here is that you, this journey took an incredible amount of strength and, and you, you collapsed after you got your verdict, um, but took an incredible amount of strength. But what I do hear you also haven't said, but I hear it in your voice is that you do it all again because this was your heart. This is what you were yeah. called to do. This was your grandson and you had a feeling that a, a, a intuition, if you will, you know that women are so good with intuition that the place that he needed to be was with you and your husband so that he could heal. And yes. he has. His and vision has. is returning. He doesn't have any uh, signs of mental illness. He's not having the physical disabilities, the twitching. So those things um, have been, if you will, willed away through love, healed through love, healed through stability. Right? And that's what most healed of our children need. Support. That is yeah. most of what they need. Yeah, because look at it. That's what they're saying about children. You know, I I, I just don't like hearing all the time about the uh, the different uh, causes that they say that our children have when they, you know, like dealing with our kids, our children in foster care, and they have uh, behavioral issues because that is my focus. Because behavioral issues, you can help. You can help somebody overcome the behavioral issues. Mental issues are totally different. That's when you're on drugs heavily and, you know, there's no hope. And that's when you lose yourself mentally. But a lot of our issues with our children has a lot to do with behavioral problems. Just like through my foundation, I mentor girls 14 to 24 years old who has big behavioral problems, who are at risk going down the wrong road or making poor choices. And so the experience that I have had and really I really enjoy with them because some of them, you know, they come from hip hop too. And there's nothing wrong with hip hop. But I say to you, you don't have to show your whole body and you do not have to compromise your integrity to be sexy, to be beautiful. It's all about your creativity and and, and what you have to offer to the world. And let's work on that and we can move forward. And that's who I am. And I'm not going to 
unapologetically do anything different. So we're ta- we're back and we're, we're talking to Paula Henderson and we're talking about um, women getting stronger by telling their story in a journey. And you mentioned that we mentioned that we talked uh, about you know you you helping women uh, young girls and I want to stay there for just a moment because um, the youth really is our future and um, as a, as a woman a seasoned woman if you will being able to reach back which which is what you do with, with your organization. Uh, being able to reach back and being able to teach and touch a younger woman. You touched on something earlier that I want to bring us back to as we're talking about sharing the journey, which is one of the things you said, the first thing you do is to help women, young women take responsibility. Yeah. Take responsibility. And this is in our own journey too. learning to take responsibility. There is this serenity prayer that um, that I used to hear the woman in my family say, which I have adopted in some form or fashion, but give me the strength to change the things that I can change and, and to accept the things that I cannot change and wisdom to, to know the difference. And in that prayer, I hear take responsibility. Yes. Yes. You talk a little bit about that when you when you when you're working with your young ladies taking responsibility. Do you feel as as we're talking about uh, sharing journeys and sharing uh, stories, how important do you feel that as we're sharing our story that we're in there? To use your term unapologetically saying this is what happened. These are the facts. And this is the part of the story that I take responsibility for. Doesn't mean that I'm a bad person, but this is what I did. How how's how secure are are you finding that our women are in saying that? And very secure because they're able to be themselves, and you don't have to prove to the outside world. That you, you that you know you fall into what they want you to be, and how things are. So within my organization, and by me teaching customer service skills, and what better way is to use of interacting with others? Because when you have behavioral problems, behavioral problems come from not knowing how to talk to someone when you're angry, not knowing how to um, talk to your children or your mother or your father without being disrespectful. Taking that responsibility for when you're in a domestic violence relationship, instead of blaming others, let's, let's look at you first and say to yourself, this is my responsibility and I have to do something about it first before anyone that can help you. And then once you do that, then we can move forward, give you the floor so you can discuss about what is bothering you. How can I help you without you being judged? Yeah. So 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 important. I think this this feeling of being judged, right? And we as women, I tell you, if you listen to well-intentioned articles and books and podcasts and they talk about you know wanting to um empower women 
And one of the things that I find is a common theme is they go back and say, well, you may have had problems in your childhood. Who hasn't, right? No, childhoods are imperfect, right? There are right. some issues are some issues are bigger than others, but know for sure that if you've been a child, you've got some issues from that childhood because you were raised by flawed parents, right? Absolutely. And so um, no, no perfection in that game. But one of the things that I often hear is this impossible mom that they want you to be the impossible mm-hmm. mom, the mom yeah. who, you know, this is the impossible mom. And if you're not the impossible mom, um, then uh, there's this field of judgment and condemnation and getting women. I, I love the fact that you, you deal with that, getting women to just be vulnerable Yes. Accept responsibility for those things that you've done and move on. And move on. Yes. And move on. Yeah. And move on. And understand, once you take responsibility for yourself, you may become isolated. You may become your own best friend. Pat yourself on the back and keep it moving because to me, society wants to see some. I'm not seeing everyone. But when you are caught up what every what the expectations from what the world wants you to do, then you never can be genuine to yourself and you never can be able to move forward being unapologetic about maybe some of the things you have done where you need to take responsibility for. I, I want to stay there for just a minute. I know we're belaboring this point, but I want women to really get this because I know a lot of women suffer in silence. They yeah. hide in the shadows because they have so much shame about something that went wrong in their journey. Mm-hmm. Whether they were responsible for it or not, something that went wrong in their journey. And, and, and as I'm even talking this out, I hear this, um, you know, until you walk a mile in another person's moccasins, you don't know their story, so you should not be judging them. But being able to take responsibility doesn't mean to me, and, and maybe you can tell me uh, also, Pamela, I'm not saying, I, I'm, I'm not hearing that it means that you, di- you didn't have a reason. It just means that this is what happened. This is where... This is how I participated, right? Why? There's no judgment because there is, there's a whole story behind that. How can right. we judge something when we don't know the story? And we do as people, we do, we do judge. But in our intelligence, we know that it doesn't make any sense. We don't know the whole story. Absolutely. You don't know the whole story. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're, you're, you're judging something you don't know the whole story. So, and I think here is an opportunity. Mm talking about opportunities in your book, again, uh, Journey of a Sapphire. Uh, But here's an opportunity for us to use an innate quality, I believe, and if you read a lot of books, as I do, that women have is to be nurturing. Yes. So when we tell our story and you're listening to our story and we're hoping that there's something that you can get from it that will help you grow in your own life, to listen without judgment. Yes. To listen with loving ears, to know the truth is hurt people hurt people. Yes. Absolutely. Well well stated. (laughs) And thing and things and things happen that we don't want to happen. There's so there's so much. Where can we get this book, um, Journey of a Sapphire? How can our listeners put their hands on this book? 
Yes, you can purchase Journey of a Sapphire by visiting journeyofasapphire.com, also available on amazon.com by Pamela L. Henderson, Journey of a Sapphire, also on Kindle Fire. Yeah, and, and, and I gotta ask, where did you where did you come up with the I know you were you're, you're fighting for your grandson, you you you've hit you know all these brick walls, he's going to people who you can tell are not prioritizing his well-being. Where did you get the idea that hey, I'm gonna write a letter to President Obama? Oh my god, who, who I didn't write a letter to. I must say this. This this case was in Alameda County and there was no hope. The games were being played. I mean, I was writing letters and to superiors, they were sending the letters back to me. Yes. What? <laughs> they were sending the letters back to me. And and and, and I, I couldn't understand that. And so just one day, something just told me. I'm getting ready to write the president because somebody is going to listen to me. I'm not, I didn't lost my daughter. I have lost my daughter. I have lost my granddaughter to a point. Now I come to find out that, do you know that my granddaughter lives not even 20 minutes away from me and my, and her brother, uh, King Jay, he wants to see his sister. But I got told him I needed to heal first before I get this other battle going, because I really feel it is important. And this is the reason why I am focused on girls transitioning in foster care, because I understand what mothers and others need to understand whom, you know, adopt children or who become caregivers. A child always want to know where they come from. They want to know who their mother is, their father is, and they also want to know, do they have family on the outside? And when you take a child and you keep her away from her family, then you're going to create havoc in your life. And for my granddaughter, Alea, she has a right to know who her brothers are. And I really feel that from the other family, and this is what makes me so sad about some Christians. Because when you're saying you're Christian and you believe in God and you believe in family, then this little boy should have a right to know who his sister is and to be with his sister. And to share because not me, not them that has my granddaughter or even my daughter that has her other son. These are siblings and siblings. They need one another because they we, we grow from one another because we that, that's that sibling bonding and you can grow from one another. And that's totally important. What I hear now is the wisdom of a grandmother, right? And uh, again, more opportunity for us women to learn from women how to transition through some of the most painful events in life. 
right? Yes. Some of the most painful events in life. You know, we are, as much as we are nurturers as women, if you look through the average woman's life, a lot of her time is spent externally nurturing someone else. And very little of her circle is dedicated to the welfare of her. She's taking care of children and extended family and a spouse, but there's very little of that time in, 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 in a day that is spent towards women feeding into her. Yes. Right. Which is what I just heard you do right there. That wisdom, right. Of what needs to happen when, when siblings are separated. Yes. Right. What needs to happen? happen? Because on the these are children, right? And and there is some kind of way a woman connected to these children somewhere, whether it be a foster care mom, a grandmother, a auntie, or uh, or a, a, a mom. There is a woman connected That's to these connected. children somewhere, right? And so and 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 probably if the children are separated, there is a lot of pain. There's a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of mistrust. Right. But then here we go. Here we go. And this is why I think your book, Journey of a Sapphire, is so very important because how do we get focused? How do we get focused on what is the main objective here? A lot of that wisdom comes through the stories of women who will say, let me tell you what gets lost in this battle. If you don't focus, right? Yes. If you don't focus. And hearing that, I don't know. I know for me, there have been many, many times in my life where I needed the wisdom of a woman, something yes. that only a woman could understand. As you're talking and you're telling this story, and I encourage women to get the book, I really do, Journey of a Sapphire. Um, as you're telling this story, there are parts of me that cry out, you know, that, that, um, Say, oh my, you know, there's just, it touches parts of me, but it also, there are wisdom and nuggets that I can feel that are dropping. Oh, you may need that later. Oh, you may need that later. Right. right. That land in you. Say, oh, you may need that later. And I'm sure all of us can think about that. There's been something in our lifetime that a woman has said to us many, many years ago. And you're like, dog on it. <laughs> I remember when. Yes. I heard the story of, never knew that I would need that piece of information. Never Very important because I'm going to tell you, my, 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 my grandson, we went to the awards for him to get his award. Now I looked at the other students and they all had like speeches. Well, my grandson, he didn't have no speech, but he didn't want to write a speech. So when he got up there and spoke, he spoke from his heart. He spoke the truth. And for him to tell his story to the world and let them know that I miss my sister. I don't even know and have not seen my sister. I don't see my brother. I don't have my mother. And my father died. That was very, very heartfelt. And this wasn't even a a discussion I had with him, but this is a little boy who is letting us know that he wants to know part of his family and his siblings. So that is the reason why my foundation 
is focused to help the youth and girls to overcome the struggles. And I also support them 100% to become anything that they want to be through the resources that I have. So I want to ask you, your story is, it, I'm riveted, I got to tell you, because uh, as you're talking, I'm thinking about all the wise women who just seem quite ordinary at the time. You don't know how wise they are until you need that knowledge, but um, who who gave me things in my life and, and words of wisdom. And so as, as we're coming to a close, I want to ask you this. If there was one piece of advice that you would love every young girl to know as they navigate life, what would that one thing be? Love yourself. Love yourself because you come first. It's important to understand that you are one of God's jewels and you should be treated like a gem. Journey of a Sapphire. I just couldn't be any better said. And so oftentimes when we're on the show, I, I, things pop in my head. And, and I want to share this as we're, as we're closing, is that that piece of advice, love yourself. And you start off by saying Journey of a Sapphire. And I asked why, why that title is a beautiful title. And you said, because we're all Thank precious, you. you know, precious jewels. And I would encourage our listeners that if you are attached in some form of fashion to a younger woman, and I know that you are, to get a copy of Journey of a Sapphire, maybe make that some, some quality time that you spend with a younger woman, going through the pages of that, because you never know what word on what page will speak to that young woman's heart, and maybe even to yours too, that'll make all the difference in your next decision, right? In your next decision. This is Dr. Drayvon James. I, this is Everyday Peace. I am super excited to have been able to bring to you all um, Pamela L. Henderson, Journey Thank of a Sapphire, uh, an award-winning <laughs> book. Tell us again where we can, where our listeners can purchase Journey of a Sapphire. Yes, you can purchase Journey of a Sapphire by visiting journeyofasapphire.com. Also on amazon.com, Journey of a Sapphire by Pamela L. Henderson. And also, please... Check me out on my website, allroad65max.org, and subscribe to the monthly blog. It gives you a lot of insight. I share a lot of ideas about what's going on in the world today, how I can help inspire you as well to keep going and to move forward. Most importantly, I always speak the truth. Yeah. No, no better words than that. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace. Please visit the website, drdrayvonjames.com. Please, if you are not already um, attached to our free website, Leaders in High Heels, I encourage you today, get on the website. Become part of uh, women who are everyday peacemakers. We are making a difference in our own lives, which in turn makes a difference in our families, our community, and the world at large. Until next yeah. time, I wish you everyday peace.
Thank you. Cheers. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.